you're having a dinner party. It's last mm-hmm. minute. You've realized the cocktail I'm making. This this happens to Bobby all the time. The specialty cocktail that Josh is making. We're missing an item. We're missing a piece. And it can't be. Su- There's no substitutes. We have to go yeah. to the liquor store. But we don't we have, have time. We have to get this particular vermouth or amaro. But we can't leave because the oven's on. What are you going to do? What's the solution? What would you do? DoorDash. Because I know that I can get local restaurants, local stores, local establishments and get it to my apartment in no time. If you're looking to celebrate with some special drinks, here's to alcohol delivers with DoorDash. Getting ready to host, looking to celebrate a special night in, what about a bottle of wine to pair with dinner or some beer to go with your chips and dip? No matter the occasion, if drinks are called for, DoorDash has you covered. And then you know what? You tip right within the app. They get 100% of the tip. You got to tip your DoorDash drivers always. So save up to 25% off up to a $15 value when you spend $35 or more with code WHO24. So whether you're grabbing drinks for an event or staying in for the night, DoorDash is here to help you have a great evening any evening. Term supply must be 21 plus to order alcohol. Drink responsibly. Delivery and promotions available only in select markets. You will drain it. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And we're going on tour. Come get tickets to see us live all around the country. Well, in many places in the country at whoweekly.us. And you'll hear us sing. We're singing. Uh, we are? Yeah, here's a clip from one of our rehearsals. <laughs> I'm not no. sure. I, I, I guess I should have called that rapping, but oh. can I call that rapping? <laughs> like, can I call what that rapping? What is going on with like the way that like the 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 chasm between how pe- real people think about Rita Wilson and how Hollywood thinks about Rita Wilson, like, and how Rita Wilson thinks about Rita Wilson. Well, that's a whole other. And how Tom Hanks thinks about Rita Wilson. There's a weird like disconnect there. Is she? Like the darling that we, that Hollywood thinks she is. I think people just feel so well about not to define a, a woman based on her husband, but I think this is an exception. It's an here. extension like, of Tom. It, it's like people Tom, love Tom so much. He's, he is an anomaly. People love him so much and he's sort of, and if he's not really accessible, it's sort of like, well, we can get Rita. Rita always answers her phone. Rita is always down. I just feel like it's such a funny where she keeps showing up and she keeps rapping. And then you have like compare that to her like rapping son who never comes up and is almost is weirdly like on the same track as her. But nobody wants to talk about him. It's just funny that Rita Wilson. Sorry to Rita. is like just like not iconic at all. (laughs) And not only is she not iconic, just like from a very like. She really is run-of-the-mill perspective of celebrity. Like, she's not famous for television, so why is he at the Emmys? She's not really famous for movies. She's, I guess, famous for singing, but compared to everyone else at the Grammys, she's way down the list and doesn't really deserve time there. She's famous for being Tom Hanks' wife. Yeah, so it's just like, what are you doing at the Emmys? But kind of, what is she doing anywhere? You know? (laughs) So weird. Why not? I guess Rita's going to rap Just a Friend. Even the other people are singers. Like they got the guy, the 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 Hulu, the white guy who raps who has the show that everyone's like, it's actually really good. Like, what's that show called? Lil Dicky. Lil Dicky. What's it called? Dan. It's called like Dave. His name. Oh, Dave. God. But it's like and Dave's actually really good. At least I know that he is a rapper. Like Rita Wilson. Ugh. Yeah, the, the, I guess she's always down. They just always like love to trot her out. You know, as like someone it's just very strange to me with the whole like we're not going to talk about your son you know we're not like we're not you're both kind of out here rapping like i just it's very it's very weird like why why do we let her get away with this and she is i guess a-list she's just like one of the kookiest people in the a-list you know and she's a-list simply because she's tom hanks's wife yeah and i don't that sounds so nasty to say but i i think it's true no, I mean, when you break it down... I don't know that I'd say she's good at rapping. She also... Okay, so the rap reported she was... um, She wore a Tom Ford suit 
and she was on the okay. red carpet talking to Karamo. And who, by the way, E is calling him Karamo Brown, and I thought we dropped that Brown months ago. No, Someone's got to talk e to E. needs to correct yeah, it. Yeah, I'm, e needs to correct I'm putting it. in a call. He's just Karamo. Karamo is Karamo. Also, as I was saying his name, I was like, I'm not going to say Brown. Like, everyone knows it's who no. Karamo is. Okay. No, just was, I'll give him that. She said she was asked why she chose to go outside the fashion norm, which is, by the way, going outside the fashion norm in this example is wearing pants and not a dress. <laughs> it's 2021. Okay, just let's. Let's remind ourselves that. And she said, mm-hmm. because I don't drop Molly, I rock Tom Ford. So she was trying to quote Jay-Z. She got like pretty close. She got it pretty close. Yeah. It's pop Molly, not drop Molly. I don't know. Like you can't really drop Molly. You drop acid. I guess you'd pop Molly like it's a pill. I don't think I need uh-huh. to explain drugs to Rita Wilson. I think she's very familiar with drugs. Not that she does drugs. Uh-huh. I'm saying her son does drugs. My point is, is that. The rap slammed her for misquoting JC. <laughs> that is so mean. She loves to rap. Remember when she rapped right at the beginning of the pandemic when we were all like, we're just going to be indoors a few months. Everything's really cute now. Like, here's Rita Wilson singing Hip Hop Hooray. I live and die for hip hop. This is hip hop for today. I get props to hip hop. So hip hop hooray. Ho, hey, ho. I give props to hip hop. Rita Wilson. As an aside, she did raise money with that thing. That did raise she money. Did. So she was also the face of that's cool. COVID for some time. You know, she was the first person to get COVID. One of the first. The second. She was patient zero. So you know the Emmys. They it's were funny on. that like we were complaining last week that like we wanted to watch the VMAs, but it's impossible to watch. The Emmys were so easy to watch, and I was like, eh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to do this. Well, they were really kind of just weird. The shows that swept were, like, not shows I care about. Like, I was like, Ted Lasso, The Queen's Gambit, and The Crown swept. Like, could you think of a more, like, kind of a just bland kind of swath of television, you know? No, I can't. Yeah. I can't. There were some fun writing awards. Yeah, no, that's true. I mean, Hacks won, and and Mayor got its Mayor got some people some Emmys. Michaela too. Cole won, but Michaela Cole won for like what did she win for writing? Right? She, yeah, it's like which all was... the actors were like Ted Lasso, Ted Lasso and Mayor. Yeah, okay. It's like I could barely watch the VMAs, but I could talk about them for six hours. Like I could watch the Emmys, and I really don't want to talk about them for more than three minutes. Yeah, the VMAs had had layers to them. There mm-hmm. was fashion and stuff and new people and people I didn't know and young people and Emmys kind of felt everybody there I was like oh you're here you look fine at least the at least the Emmys are responsible for one of the funniest tweets I'd seen in a really long time yes which was from Variety and it said at Variety on Twitter tweeted the Handmaid's Tale sets record for most Emmy losses in a season Congrats to the Handmaid's Tale. Congrats to the Guess who wasn't there? Elizabeth Moss. Of course she She wasn't. wasn't Because they warned her, you're about to lose and it's going to be a record. (laughs) Or they said, where's your vaccination card? And she was like, oh, uh, mm, uh, I don't think I'm going to win. I'm not going to (laughs) come. Yeah, there wasn't as much speculation about who wasn't at the Emmys as there was about who wasn't at the VMAs and Met Gala. So interesting. Mm -hmm. Even though like Mm -hmm. literally in the opening remarks, Cedric the Entertainer was like, everyone here is vaxxed. Like, he said that. He also did a joke about the fly, so. <laughs> Not I've, the movie. I can't the, talk about this The anymore. actual the fly f- that landed on Mike Pence's head. From, like, what, eons ago? That felt like a century ago. You know what happened more recently, as in yesterday? Yeah, what happened? Farrah Abraham said that she was going to Yale Law School. Or applied. <laughs> or, or applied. <laughs> or applied. Hey, you know, you told us last time we saw you that you got your transcripts to enroll at a new school. I'm just wondering, have you done that? Have you picked a school? Yeah, it's like, again, exciting times. So like law forms are coming up. Um, We have so many options as law students to schools like Yale's reached out. Um, So I'm I'm just so pumped because I have all these choices for law school. And um, yeah, so I don't know if I'm gonna stay here on the West Coast or go to the East Coast. I do have to say, after the Harvard debacle, I think the West Coast is more diverse and appropriate for like inclusion, better weather. Um, so we'll see what happens about that. We got the former Teen Mom star at Debbie Durkin's Ecolux Lounge event. <laughs> we st- is, that's where you find people. 
Where, where do you find Farrah Abraham if not D- Debbie Durkin's Eco Lux Lounge? We were looking for Farrah Abraham because we wanted to talk to her. We found her at Debbie Durkin's Eco Lux Lounge event at the Beverly yeah. Hills Hilton. It's one of those, it's like an Emmy, it's one of those like Emmy giveaways events. So it's Emmy adjacent and you and you show up and then you get stuff. Yeah, it's one of those. That's the best part about the Emmys is yeah. the, the gifting, Remember? the gifting Thing, the gifting, gifting tents. Or remember last year where they had to do it, but it was drive through. They had <laughs> they had this last year, but it was like you can drive through this time and pick up your stuff. <laughs> so and people did it, but Farah actually went to this, and they were like, "Oh, Farah, how's it going? Thanks for coming to the Eco Lux Lounge." And she was like, "I'm going to Yale." <laughs> Farah said she's a wanted woman now that she secured her transcript from Harvard. <laughs> she wasn't even there that long. How much transcript could she have? And told us with a straight face. Yale and several other law schools are now recruiting her. I have a question. When did this become law school? Wasn't was she going for law school? No. Okay. So now no. she's going to law school. <laughs> Which of the hooligans got Farah Abraham's number and said, Hi Farah, it's me, Yale. Yeah. Are you interested in law school? I just am like, how did it become law school? Wasn't she doing like just like a like a, a business program or something mm-hmm. and she was taking writing classes because she wanted to like be a writer Farrah abraham thinks the pelican brief is like a pelican in underwear okay so uh, i feel like this is going to be a problem maybe she wants to go to law school so she can sue harvard maybe it's a retroactive oh, maybe she feels maybe. like she needs justice and so she's maybe but say... she lives in california why would you go to law school why would you just why would you just not do the thing that kim kardashian did where you hire someone to help you pass the whatever the bar because vera abraham knows about two colleges one is harvard and one is yale and the other one she went to for undergrad which was the art institute of fort lauderdale i mean good for Farah abraham she really knows how to maintain attention i mean this story has now gone on for weeks and it was literally like barely a blip it, or it should deserve it deserves barely a blip and yet i'm give i've given it my full attention for a while now yeah I'm not, it's not like, I'm, I'd rather hear more about Farrah Abraham trying to get into Yale Law School than I would about the Emmys. Yeah, um, and the Emmy for Supporting Actor in a Drama Series goes to... Farrah Abraham. Here's a page six headline. Exclusive. This is an exclusive from September 2021. Kim Whitley once mistook Marlon Wayans' penis for, quote, a small bat. Wait, and then the next day, in page six, you have Kim Whitley recalls the time singer Bobby Brown bit her. I'm sorry, I haven't seen a Kim Whitley headline in quite a while. No, sorry, we haven't. And now we have two back-to-back. Yesterday and today, Kim Whitley is is in page six. What's going on? With a them. With a them. So you have Kim Whitley and Marlon Wayans. I think that's who yeah. them. And then you have Kim Whitley, Bobby Brown. I think that's I'm who them saying, as well. I'm just saying, like, why? So like, wh- usually, if I was running a publication, I would say, didn't we just do Kim Whitley yesterday? Why are we doing Kim Whitley again? <laughs> you know? It's all because she has a new special on this channel, TV One. There's a new show called Uncensored. And I guess the PR team at Uncensored, this autobiographical show where it's just like every episode is a long interview with like an icon in comedy or like entertainment. This episode is just getting tons of PR. This is a publicist doing so much work. This is very successful marketing (laughs) for a show that I hadn't even heard of. And the story also, by the way, she didn't see his penis. She saw he was wearing like sweatpants and she thought that he was the story is like, oh, I thought that he was making a joke. I thought he put something in his pants and everyone was like, Kim, he's not making a joke. He's not. So who is Kim? Who is Kim Whitley? Where, she's the who. She's comedian. Yeah, she's like a classic. What would you say? 90s comedian. I mean, I don't know. It's comedian. like I remember I most love Kim Whitley from Ladybugs. Oh my God, you love Ladybugs. Yeah, it's like the only. It's so funny well, that you love Ladybugs. It came Ladybugs. out at the time that it was like the most effective for me. The boy, the main boy in it is so cute. And it's such a cute movie. It's a good movie. I don't know. And Rodney Dangerfield, I knew no context of. So when that came out, people were like, oh, that's the can't get no respect by me. I was like, that's Ladybugs guy. I mean, apart from just being a very famous comedian in her own right, I think her most iconic role is being Aunt, Auntie Sugar in Next Friday. Yes. But then also, unfortunately, it might also be an iconic guest star in Curb Enthusiasm. Oh my God, you're right. As the woman that Larry David hires to put in the car and in, in his car so he can drive in the high occupancy vehicle lane. <laughs> to tell you the truth, what I'd really like to do is I want to go to Dodger Stadium and uh, I want to go to the game and I'll pay you for your time. Maybe what five hours it'll be. You just want me to sit in the car? Just sit in the car. That's all you have to do. Oh, you a crazy son of a bitch! All right, a thousand dollars thousand dollars 
What, are you kidding me? That's uh, the... $200 an hour? Exactly. I can get four blowjobs an hour. Four blowjobs an oh, hour? Oh, yes, I'm good. Okay. Hey, I drove a cab. I used to drive around for two hours. I couldn't get a fare. You're telling me you're getting four blowjobs in an hour? Uh, yes, honey. You done picked up the best. Honey, I got a red snapper that talks to you. You know what it's saying? I'm charging way too much. This opened a door because whenever you Google Kim Whitley, and you know Google does like, people also ask, this is so rude, but it's a joke that she makes all the time. People also ask, one, is Jack K. Harry related to Kim Whitley? She isn't, by the way. I mean, it's weird to say, are they related? But they do look alike and they they look alike and they have existed in the same realm they're they both styles. comedians and they were famous around the same time number two who is the lady that looks like jack a oh harry my God. and three does jack a harry have a sister i do feel bad because it's very kim is second to jack a because jack a is jack yeah. a like she's a she's anonymous you know but like yes of but kim jack a's a them also you're on the island i'm getting all kind of extras it's like why why are y'all treating me so nice it was like jack a jack a I was like, this is the best trip ever. And I came back home and I told my little baby Jesus friend, I got to take you about Jamaica. Oh my God, we did this and we was naked and we were going to eat this. And it was like, oh, Kim, you, you, you know what? You really shouldn't have been doing that. I was like, I didn't do nothing, but Jack A was a whore. But this is really funny. So Jack A. Harry hates that they look alike, but I guess Kim Whitley thinks it's really funny because I was watching an old stand-up where like the punchline is that she looks like Jack A. Harry and gets a lot of laughs. That's Kim Whitley. Jack A. hates it. Here's a line also from this uncensored interview where she goes, Whitley's longtime pal, TV host John Murray, helped produce the comedian's episode. Quote, in the episode, she opens up about how actress Jack A. Harry, quote, did not like me looking like her. <laughs> Can't. I think it's a very Jack A comment. I don't like that this woman looks like me. Oh, see, any fool can wave a pom-pom. What you girls need is a little something extra, like a gimmick. And you already got one going. Like what? Like that. That's one thing. Yeah, look at you. Everybody knows the best things in life come in twos. Earrings, shoes, pizzas. Uh, mom, pizzas don't come in twos. Oh, they do when I order them. Speaking of stand-up comedy, XAEA12 calls Grimes Claire. <laughs> I think having a baby was a big kind of like rebirth for me. I, like artistically, like it just like, I don't know. Being a mother feels weird to say. For some reason, I, I don't like identify with that word. Which is also really weird because X, he says Claire, but he doesn't say like mama, which is so, I'm like, how are you? Like maybe he can like sense my distaste for the word, word mother, which I don't even know I have a distaste for it. I like respect it with I just, I don't, I can't identify with it weirdly. Grimes went to the Met Ball and then told an interviewer that her son calls her Claire. Not mother. Claire isn't even a name that I, it's like, it's, it's another name. You know, we have many names for her now. Grimes, Claire, and the baby has gone with Claire. I do and don't want video of this. All, it also is funny because the baby's name is also highly disputed. So no one's really got clear. No one's really got a clear handle on what they're being called. People refers to the baby as X, so maybe that is what Grimes and Elon call him. If you can't identify with the word mother, that the substitute would be Claire. Can you imagine this like baby walking into a room? Hello, like, Claire. Claire, it's very boss baby, I have to say. You're a baby. You wore a diaper. You know who else wears diapers? Astronauts and NASCAR drivers, that's who. Called efficiency, Templeton. The average toddler spends, what, 45 hours a year on the potty? I'm the boss. I don't have that kind of spare time. I mean, I'm surprised that the baby says Claire and doesn't just sort of like mentally project the word Claire to Claire via their like headsets. Hello, Claire. Claire. If you clicked on a video called Grimes Gets Ready for the Met Gala from Vogue, and clicked play, would you expect this to be the first line you heard? Here it comes. I am hoping to die on Mars. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> I would expect that, to be honest. <laughs> I am hoping to die on Mars. She, like, Selena Gomez, Grimes, I always forget what their voices are like, and then you hear them speak, and you're like, <gasps> oh, Grimes <right." laughs> is incredible. Like, there is something really fascinating about watching Grimes get the celebrity treatment in this video where she's like getting ready for the Met Gala and it's like she has all these assistants and designers and she's being interviewed by Vogue and it's like this woman should the idea that she's like getting this type of kind of narrative around her for this event like it's it's hilarious it's so mm -hmm. she doesn't know how to react to it I don't know how to react to it. It doesn't work. No one who's watching this video has heard a lick of her music. You know, it's just so... Just imagine Anna Wintour listening to, like, Genesis. <laughs> All right, Anna, if you were to have a dinner party, what would be the background music you would play? Like, sometimes I'll go for, like, 
60s big band pop songs or sometimes it's Dean Martin. Taylor, I like to start the evening off with conversation and then when we move on to a more informal part of the evening and into music and maybe this will cause you to forgive me for my answer to the uh, cat's question, I definitely would choose Fearless, maybe Red, and then of course, Lover. Speaking of calling your mother Claire, Vanessa Lachey got a new job and she's really excited. The new job is leading NCIS Hawaii, which is one of the NCIS spinoffs. It's the Vanessa new one. It's Lachey, the first... who is married to Nick Lachey, who is formerly Vanessa Manolo. Probably now more like accomplished than Nick Lachey in terms of like yeah, her sure. resume, which is funny. Uh, more culturally relevant than Nick Lachey, 100%. Yeah. So Vanessa Lachey got cast as the lead in NCIS Hawaii, which is the new spinoff of the very popular NCIS series. They're going to Hawaii. Can you tell me what NCIS stands for, Lindsay? New Cops is served. (laughs) Okay, is that your final answer? Can you do better than New Cops is served? National Central Intelligence System. No, Naval Criminal Investigative Service. (laughs) Not Naval. Everything is Naval. Wait, it's about boats? It's so Naval. You know what I think? This is a crime scene. Jane Tennant, special agent in charge, NCIS Hawaii. I am not going to pretend like I've seen a single episode of NCIS, but apparently it's about... if you had to guess what NCIS stood for, you would also be like, new cops is... Uh, No, I knew it was was Navy. I knew it had something to do with Navy, but I don't know that I would have been able to get the other one. How about like... I would have called like Navy something. How about like, not cops, I say. (laughs) That's my (laughs) NCIS. (laughs) Not cops, I say. Yeah. That's my ACAB. When everyone says ACAB, I say NCIS. Do you remember the the show JAG? Yeah, do I? Oh, yeah. My parents were very into the show JAG. These shows have been on for decades. It's the same yeah. show. It's like, we're cops. We're soldiers. But we're in the Navy. Uh, but not really. Fly a plane. <laughs> yeah, no. We're so, cops, but not really. It's very niche. She is the lead on a big show. I mean, this paycheck must be like, oh, Huge. Talk Enormous. About her biggest the... paycheck. I bet it's her biggest paycheck. N- Nick Lachey, like, and it's just, consistent. Nick Lachey just decided to, like, take off the next five years. You know, he's just, like, working from home. So, this show is finally going to premiere. This this casting was announced in, like, April 2021. I guess they started shooting it in, like, June, July 2021. They had to move to Hawaii. Oh, what a tragedy. We had to move to Hawaii. There's, like, an <laughs> interview she did where no. she's like, you know, I discussed it with Nick and the kids, and we all decided it would be a good idea to move to Hawaii. And I'm like, do not make this seem like a sacrifice, please. <laughs> like, Okay, but why we're talking about this is that she posted a video. And this yes. is not just like a short, oh, I'm crying, LOL. It's like a 25-minute long Instagram video. No, it's, like, it's like two minutes. <laughs> no, it's so long. It's two minutes of her sobbing okay. right after she got the news that she was cast as the lead in NCIS Hawaii. <laughs> Okay, I'm in the car and I just found out I got the job. And I was so happy. <laughs> and I couldn't take a video because I was on my phone. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Thank you. I'm so happy. <laughs> oh, we're happy, right? He doesn't know what we're happy about. There's a kid in the back. There's a child in the back who, by the way, what? is like, why is she crying? Oh, we're happy, right? He doesn't know what we're happy about. He's like, he's help. like, he's like, he's, he's like giving calling nine one one. Chloe, it's like the Chloe gift. It's Chloe. He's literally calling nine one one. The this is like ultimately very sweet, but there is something a little bit like ugh, about like the <laughs> idea that you would think to turn on the camera like at this moment. Like she's on the phone, kids in the back, cameras on. That's why they got. That's why. That's why she got. That's the why job. she got the role. <laughs> that's why she got the job. Know. She knows when to turn the camera. I know. On. I'm like the CBS executive being like, that's why we hired her. <laughs> Good job, everyone. <laughs> Shut it down. Is Meeting it adjourned. Is it CBS? Meeting adjourned. Oh, yeah. Oh, has anything ever been more CBS I than know. Vanessa Lachey on a show called NCIS Hawaii? I That's know. the most CBS thing in existence. I she know. went to the Emmys with Nick yesterday. And oh, she I saw. Amazing. She looked amazing. She looked amazing. Yeah, because she's a CBS girl now. Mm-hmm. They had to, you know, oh trot God. her out. The Lachey family just got so many credit card invitations in the mail. They were like, hello. Oh my God. <laughs> Have you considered applying for a platinum card, Vanessa Lachey? Do you want to uh, renegotiate your home loan or something? Like everyone's just like, 
Everyone's just calling. Like every single 98 Degrees band member is like giving a call to Nick being like, hey, buddy, uh, I have a I have an indie movie I'd love you to finance. <laughs> she is. Um, Vanessa Lachey, though, has been around for so long and yeah. is always like, I mean, I love that she's always been in the background. She's been in the background for as long as I can remember. And like, this is pretty cool. I'm genuinely happy for her. Yeah. No, you I know? I think it's great. As happy as you can be for someone you don't really care no, about. No, th- and know? that's why the sobbing was like, at the same time as it was like, what the fuck is this? It was like, oh, cute. This is fine. <laughs> Something funny that she has a book coming out in... um A book? November. Oh. She has a book coming out in November. And it's called Life from Scratch. Family traditions that start with you. And it the description says, create delightful family celebrations and cherished memories with this inviting collection of season-by-season season holiday hacks, uh. recipes, birthday rituals, and date night ideas from Vanessa Lachey. And so the first thing that came to my mind when I saw this was... This was before she realized she was going to get back on television. Oh, she was yeah, like, easily. I got it. Yeah. She was like, I got to pivot to lifestyle influencer. And then she got the big gig. She got the big job. And she's like, well, I guess I'm done with this shit. Like, how is she going to find time to promote this? There's book? no way. While it filming c- also, it comes out literally like in a month. So she's going to have like, to. Like promo cycle starts now. She doesn't have time to do this. Vanessa Lachey is an actress and the host of Top Chef Junior and Netflix hit reality show Love is Blind. She's also a former Miss mm-hmm. Teen USA and holds the Guinness World Record for the most bagged lunches assembled in by an individual in three minutes. Wait, stop it. She has a she has a Guinness World Record for the most packed lunches in three minutes. I don't think that's an award you Vanessa win. Lachey does. No one's better at packing lunches than Vanessa Lachey. GuinnessWorldRecords.com, 2019. Vanessa Lachey proves faster way to pack kids' lunches by setting new record. In a fun event hosted by Stonyfield Organic at the Mm -hmm. Grove. (laughs) I can't imagine a better event. On uh, Sunday, 10th of March, the host and actress successfully attempted the most packed lunches assembled in three minutes with a total of nine. (laughs) (laughs) She only did nine? Each bag lunch included a sandwich, a piece How of How many bag lunches could you make? One of Stonyfield's organic... Oh, I can make more than that if I wasn't including a sandwich, a piece of fruit, one of Stonyfield's organic latest snack pack products available in four different flavors. Oh, I cannot. <laughs> if, you, if you've wondered how Guinness is doing as a brand, not well. Not well, bitch. <laughs> the video or the photo of her holding her certificate, it's framed. And I'm sorry, this is so funny. So it's framed. It has the Guinness World Records logo up top. And then it says certificate. And this is the top third of of the paper. The bottom two thirds is what it takes to describe what she won. And it says Guinness World Records certificate underline. And then it says the most bagged lunches, (laughs) the most bagged lunches prepared by in three minutes by an individual was awarded to Vanessa Lachey and Stonyfield Organics in Los Angeles, California on March 30th, 2019. I'm just like, I am so proud of her for like pivoting out of this dark realm of like mommy adjacent. Yeah. No wonder she's like literally like cannot believe that she booked a real job, you know? GuinnessWorldRecords.com refers to this woman as a celebrity mother. That's right. it. They never call yeah. her an actress. And that's they the day that she mother, called Vanessa her Shea. agent and said, get me on CBS or I will die. <laughs> oh my God. I was wrong. I was wrong. I was wrong. Okay, what? I said she was only referred to as a celebrity mother and nothing else. No, she's referred to as two descriptors. Uh-huh. One, celebrity mother. Two, yogurt maker. Oh, wait, yogurt maker Stonyfield Organic. <laughs> no, they're the yogurt makers, not her. I thought that she was a celebrity mother no, slash yogurt maker. No, but that's the day that she called her agent and said, get me. Oh, if you don't get me a job, you're freaking God. Fired. Okay, well, now we understand the sobbing. I actually do feel like this went full circle. That's great. Good for her. That's great. I'm really happy for her. You know who I'm not happy for? <laughs> I'm pulling a you. Asa Butterfield? Yeah, what the f- fuck is going on with asa butterfield relax asa butterfield asa butterfield's out here tweeting like get the fuck away from me when i'm out in the town (laughs) he says i'm so tired of people filming me slash taking pics without my asking while i'm on my night out it actually kills my mood in my night fuck off (laughs) leave me be please (sighs) who is out here being like asa butterfield asa butterfield plenty i think plenty of people i think sex education is big with the uh younger set Okay, maybe, you know? fine. But he goes, tweeting this from a cab home after I've had to slap multiple phones out of my face tonight. I'd love video of that. If you have video of Ace of Butterfield slapping, slapping a photo out of his phones. face. To it. I read that differently. I, midway, I was like, who is he slapping? <laughs> Be careful. And the next tweet is, anyway, look at my cat. And then he posted his cat to like yeah, defuse yeah, the yeah, situation. Yeah. 
Yeah. Do you still yeah. watch Sex Education? Did you ever watch it? No. I, never, I watched the first season. Never watched it. Don't watch it. Is it good? I thought the first season was fine. I was mostly just like, not for me. Isn't there a teacher? Who's the teacher in it? It's Jillian Anderson. Oh, uh, but I think the new one, she won an Emmy last night. Oh, I saw that. I saw that. Really quickly, Jillian Anderson, not English, right? American. She's an American woman. Did you see this? Just to kind of continue with the whole Margaret Thatcher thing. First question, has if you've talked to her about this role at all? And secondly, why do you think it has taken America so long to get a female leader? You know, when all of these other countries and, and look at what Margaret did in, in the UK. Uh, well, I, um, I, I have not spoken to Margaret. Um, um... <gasps> Someone while congratulating wow, Julian Anderson wild. at the press conference afterwards asked she talked to Margaret Thatcher that's about her role. She died wild. many, many years ago. Yeah, that's. But... Have you talked to her about this at all? Jillian said, well, I'd, um, I have not spoken to Margaret. Wait, I'm giving her a British accent. She's American. <laughs> I've not spoken to Margaret. I, I actually do get fumbled up as to whether or not she's English or American because it's so trick. Like it's, I, I've been fooled so many times that I don't know which end is up anymore where I'm like, wait, I know it's a trick and I know that it's obvious, but which one is obvious? You know, I don't know which one is the obvious one anymore. She you know? is American. She I mean, I know is. she's American, but. It's always hard for me to remember that. Do we need? Do you need a like? Do you like a mnemonic device or something so you can remember? Yeah. Do you want? Do you want? G A means Georgia, America. Guess she's American. Guess American. Gotta. Girls American. Like she's a good American. She's a good American, like the Khloe Kardashian jean brand. Yeah, exactly. Okay, now you're never okay. going to forget. And I'll never forget. Okay. You live in London, and I, I saw you interviewed there, and you had a British accent. Yes. Which you don't seem to have. Oh, my God. I think we talked about this the last time I was on the we show. We do, and it always mystifies me. I know it mystifies a lot of people. I grew up in London, and mm-hmm. and I lived there. Right. And so it was my, my initial dialect when I was two years old. And so when I'm there... You were talking at two? That's fantastic. Most kids are talking at two. What two? were you, like four, five? No, <laughs> 14, I think. I don't know. Is it two or kids talking at two? But with a British accent? Yeah, with a British accent. I was. Anyway, can we not talk about that? Go, go. Move on. Let's move on. Yeah. It was like 70-something degrees a couple days ago. It's time to put our winter weather to bed, or in my case, under the bed. Your linens, sweeties. The lin- It's time. For- it's linen season, honey. Oh, oh, all I want is linen all the time. I just want to be draped in linen for my entire life. Not only am I pulling out my linen tops, my linen bottoms, my linen dresses, I'm putting on my linen sheets. I'm putting on my linen pillowcases. I'm just like, Ooh. everything is linen because the weather's getting warmer. So it's time to say goodbye to jacket sweaters and hello to shorts, tees, and linen. I know. I should probably buy some linen shorts from Quince. I have a Quince cotton duvet cover that I really like. Ooh. And it's warm. Ooh. It's it's warm in the cold months and it's cool in the warm months, which is sort of where I want my bedding to be, somewhere mm-hmm. in the middle. You and know? you can get premium European linen from blouses, shorts, dresses from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. And you get it for a good price because Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, they cut out the cost of the middlemen and pass the savings on to I you. I hate middlemen. I and hate Quince middlemen. only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. We love it. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash who for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash who to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash who. I love my Helix mattress. I love my Helix pillow. What else is there to say about Helix? I freaking love it. <laughs> What when I sleep to, on other beds, what is there I else get to say mad. Is that I come back to my bed and I'm like, this is the bed. This is the bed. And it's honestly spoiled me for other beds. And I don't like traveling sometimes because I'm like, this is not my bed. Where's my bed? I want I've my made bed. It, I've made it. It's, it's my special bed. It's my special mattress because it is a mattress that is made for my body. Mm-hmm. I took the Helix quiz. It told me which Helix mattress to get, and that's the one I got, and that's the one that I love, and that's yes. the one that I will not stop mm-hmm. using because it's the best mattress I've ever slept on. Mm-hmm. The mattress is so good that when we got it, my cat Winston became obsessed with it, and now he's on it all the time. And I'm no like, way. you have to move because no I way. need to sleep on the bed. It's my bed. It's not your bed. 
Wow. He's obsessed with it. It's wow. irritating, actually. Wow. He likes okay. the Helix rude. so much. It's so rude. Everybody is unique, and I mean everybody, two words, because everyone sleeps differently. Their bodies are different. And that's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from, each designed for specific seat positions and feel preferences. I'm a side sleeper slash stomach sleeper. Some people are back sleepers. Some people are exclusively side sleepers. There's a Helix mattress for all of you. Not only is the Helix the best mattress I've ever slept on, it, the setup was fast and easy. Their mattresses are delivered in a box and straight to your door. You just open it up and it like kind of like blows back up at a, after it comes out of the plastic and you put it on your bed and it's amazing. Plus, Helix mattresses all come with a 10 or 15 year warranty depending on the model. And if you don't want to take our word for it, Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. It's even recommended by multiple leading doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash who. That's helixsleep.com slash who. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Speaking of things I'm never going to forget, the oh. photo Aunt Anstead posted of Renee Zellweger on his Instagram. Are they Instagram official now? Is that what this means? That's what this means. We're going to talk about some relationships really quickly. The first one, Instagram official. I got to say, I hate this like category of confirmation it's very instagram official yeah it's like it's usurped the uh it's, it's usurped the comment which i the or the the kind of release that i want the more official release where they give a statement uh-huh. instead it's just we posted a pic uh, posted a picture great yeah you yeah. know she doesn't have an instagram only he does so he's the one who posted it mm, i wonder who's more famous right there's no caption either it's just it's just a loved up it's a loved up selfie they're cute together. She looks She looks happy. Thrilled. Yeah. She, she looks, looks thrilled. Really happy. I'm happy for her. I'm happy for for Vanessa Lachey. I'm happy for Kim Whitley. I'm not happy for Asa Butterfield. Okay, that's the recap of today's episode. You know who I'm also so happy far. for Adele. Oh yeah, I'm happy for her. She also went Instagram official. Them dating Rich Paul, who Rich Paul who? is a we thought she was dating someone else, but maybe she wasn't, or maybe well, she was. Were, we thought because people were like, I saw Skepta in the Galleria. Alamon. He had Skepta. Yeah. He had Skepta tattoos all over his body. And everyone was like, but well, I guess that's who it is. A few days later, she was spotted with Rich Paul courtside because he is a basketball agent. And he's actually kind of, he's a big deal. And that's a good match for her, I feel like. Yeah. And they're cute. They She's been so private about everything for the past like five years that it is sort of surprising that we've gotten these. But I do feel like these they photos of them together. Adele loves to like go out. I feel like she's private, but she loves to go out. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like she she yeah. wants to be private, but she also wants to see and be seen. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? She's, she seems fun. She has a lot of friends. And she has also. and she loves to have fun and loves to go to a party. Right. And so it feels mm-hmm. it's very um to categorize her as private is wrong. I feel like you get a, you'd get the wrong. She doesn't do interviews. There's of, a difference between yeah. There's a difference between doesn't do interviews and private. <laughs> Right. But I do feel like she can't, even if she doesn't do interviews and isn't really out there, you still get a sense that she's really fun, which I think is kind of a magical oh. thing with Adele, is that you still like see glimpses of her and you're like, she looks fun. You know? Remember when, she, when she went to pieces with Jennifer Lawrence? Yeah, that's fun. She's fun. That's annoying. I'm rolling my eyes at it, but that's fun. She's fun. So now she is, you know, out and about with Rich Paul. Rich Paul is LeBron James' agent, literally. Mm-hmm. And like, from yeah. the very start to the point where LeBron James is obviously a superstar. And Rich Paul has kind of rode that wave alongside him, picking up other mm-hmm. superstars along the way. There's a really long profile of him in uh, The New Yorker. Yorker from the June 7th issue that is kind of just gets the whole thing. But it was they have been professional partners since literally LeBron James was like the like drafted into the NBA. Right. So... I feel like he must be a sports them. I'm just going to speak for sports people and call him a sports them because he just seems so like integral to the Brian Oh, I think so. I think he's definitely a sports them. Because I also um, think like, again, not knowing about sports, like agents are weirdly like talked about. They're like mm-hmm. celebrities within that world as well that you would know. He's also like, he's writing a memoir, you know, like he is. Agents and managers, they kind of have to, having a high profile is helpful, can be helpful to their business, you know? To make them look appealing, to give them that sort of allure. But you don't know? you feel like in sports, agents and managers do more scouting of young people and it's more talked about from the beginning versus like actors where you don't really hear about like, oh, this manager picked up this actor. Like you just really don't. Yeah, with celebrity managers, you hear the celebrity manager and agent stories are usually they are dropping their agents or their <laughs> agents drop them. Yeah. Or, oh, can you believe they've been with the same agent for 25 years? Oh, that's so sweet. Like that's Kind of it. Yeah. So 
One thing that I still find funny, and I don't know how to put these pieces together, but this is back when this was when we were when we both individually read this profile, and whenever it was June, that was kind of right when his relationship with Adele was quote oh, unquote yeah. public. There was a little so it was sort of like there. it's not like Adele where it's like where is Adele? Where is Adele? We need Adele. We haven't seen Adele in so long. Like this guy is not a celebrity in the way Adele is a celebrity. So it's just sort of strange that like it, it, maybe it's just a coincidence. But I was trying to like rack my brain as to figuring out like is there something about the timing? Could this timing have been good for both of them? And I'm like I don't. I don't think so. I think they were just working on this profile and it happened to coincide with him. Well, in the profile, there's a moment, there's a scene where where one afternoon in Beverly Hills, Paul and I walked to his living room with Mendelssohn. She was over yesterday, Paul said. Mendelssohn clarified whom he meant, dropping the name of a major pop star. Doing what, he asked. Hanging out, Paul replied. Why are you hanging out, Mendelssohn asked. Why not, Paul replied. I wasn't sure whether this exchange was for my benefit. Paul said, I'm dating. Right. I'm single. Put that in the story. He laughed for the first time all day. So, like, the writer is even like, but the writer is even like, why are you talking about this in front of me? Like, I'm mm-hmm. standing right here. Mm-hmm. Like, why would you just say this? Like, obviously, you know what I'm here for. But yeah. that was the first, like, leak of it. But no one assumed but it to be Adele until they were spotted together. No. Then they looked back no. at that and they said, Adele? <laughs> It must have been Adele. And then everyone was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Rich Poole, what would you like your rainbow to say? You know what? Any advice, like a joke, a pun, a hyperlink, a SoundCloud album? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know. I mean, I think, I think one thing my dad used to always tell me, um, and then my mom too, and like, you, you once a man, twice a child. And so, what I mean by that is, like, you, you're born a child and you grow to become a man, and so the things you do as a man ultimately will reflect on what happens when you become that child again, when you get too old to take care of yourself, take care of yourself and move sure. around. That's probably... That's a great that's rainbow probably, right there. Yeah. Yo, give it up for Rich Ford. You did it! So we talked about this a few weeks ago, or Lindsay, you know proposed a theory that the reason Pete Davidson and Kaylee Cuoco's previous relationships fell apart was because they fell for each other on the set of that movie Meet Cute. And I think we called it a meat horrible. (laughs) And now it's actually getting coverage in the tabloids. Here's a story from OK Magazine. I do think that they're running with the same rumor that, yeah, it is a little, it's still, it's not, this is like, if that, if my rumor that I said was, like the the bottom of the barrel like rumor this is like translated into tabloid speak yeah yeah so here's what the source said about pete davidson and kaylee cuoco pete thought he'd be a lot more cut up about phoebe than he was but the vibe he's got going with cuoco has helped him dust himself off and not mope about the past plus a lot of people think he and kaylee are way more compatible than he ever was with phoebe ariana kate or most of his exes i'm sorry he matches kaylee's high energy levels they're having a blast no a lot of people think no. A lot of people think that Literally, he's more compatible no. with Katie Cuoco than he ever was with Phoebe, this Ariana, or This is great promo for their movie. That's all I have to say. And the other stuff is, I mean, who are these? There is no way that movie is going to be good. What do you mean? There's a 0% chance that movie is going to be no, good. No, I think it's going to be great. I think it's going to be a disaster. Oh, I don't. I think it's going to be fantastic. As much as I like Kaylina, I'm now a, a, a Cuoco stan. I'm a Cuoco nut. I know that I am a Cuoco nut now, but like, oh, I have, well, if you I'm were, worried about this If movie. you were a true Cuoco nut, you would have faith in her rom-coms i think she could pull off a good rom-com pete davidson you know we'll see but has magic has some magic about him we would not still be talking about pete davidson if he wasn't at least kind of a curiosity magical he's a he's good at curiosity right jordana brewster wore her engagement ring for the first time because she's about to be married to mason morfitt mason morfitt mason morfitt and jordana brewster the funniest name are going strong. And what does Mason Morfitt do again? He's just like a... I don't know. He's like a businessman. Oh, he's the CEO of Value Act Capital. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. That does a lot for me. Soon to be a Morfitt. Well, she wrote JB, soon to be JBM, which is, I interpret it as soon to be a Morfitt. <laughs> she's gonna be a Morfitt. I love that she's marrying a guy named Morfitt and taking his last name or like vaguely taking his last name. Jordana 
Brewster Morfitt. I can't wait till she's in a movie and on the poster it says Jordana Brewster Morfitt. She's not going to make a movie with that name. There's no way. They're going to say, it's Brewster or we're not casting you. We can't with the Morfitt. She might. Here's a People exclusive. Sorry, I just want to read the headline. Then we can end the relationship segments. People exclusive. Hold on to your butts. Jordana Brewster says her engagement to Mason Morfitt was, quote, super romantic, colon, quote, my puppy was there. <laughs> <laughs> nice. My puppy was there. Oh, my God. You're... Jordana Brewster? Please, keep your voice down. Oh, right, sorry, yeah, I just... I just watched every Fast and the Furious movie with my old roommate. Oh, that's so cool. Thank you. But you know, it's so weird. Everyone sees me as this, like, badass action chick when really I'm just this total nerd who majored in theater studies. Oh, cool. Yeah, I went to this college in, in New Haven. It doesn't really matter which college, but it was in New Haven. I'm sorry, Miss Brewster. Uh, can we focus? Um, I'm being gay-baited. Let's talk about vaccines. No. Dutzen doesn't want the shot. Dutzen she gross. says, I will not be forced to take the shot. Uh, a Who favorite, someone we mentioned who comes up kind of frequently is a mo- Dutch model, Dutzen Kroots. Hi, Vogue. It's Dutzen. Hi, Vogue. I'm Dutzen Kroos, and we are here in Cannes. Hello, everyone. I am Dutzen Kroos, and I'm going to do a makeup tutorial for you today. She just comes up a lot just because, I don't know, she's a model. I don't know. She also is kind of... Has a lot of followers. kind of weird, kind of famous. She's weird. Wasn't one time... She has a lot of famous One time was when she was, like, in the the windmills, the, like, electric in the desert remember she like i thought that was someone else oh no that was romy struz that was romy struz (laughs) (laughs) right that's romy struz and she was at the windmill okay oh i'm so sorry so dutzen groats posted um she not only did she post like uh i hate the vaccine or whatever she did no one can tell me what to do she was like i've been off social media like did you notice (laughs) everybody's like no like a resounding no. The past few months have been very peaceful without social media, smiley face. Which is why I'm breaking my silence to insert chaos into my life. Exactly. <laughs> if it was why so are great, you doing why this? are you here? A part of me wanted to escape into my family bubble and leave everything up to <laughs> Wait, I'm suddenly laughing at someone being like, the past few months, quote, the past few months have been very peaceful without social media. Now I'm going to talk about why I don't want to get the vaccine. Right, it's like... <laughs> Yeah, no, it's very, um, uh, so I tried to ignore the negative and focus on the positive, but at this point, I can no longer turn a blind eye to the injustice that is happening right in front of us. I will not be forced to take the shot. I will not be forced to prove my health to participate in society. I will not adopt exclusion of people based on their medical status. Freedom of speech is a right worth fighting for, but we can only solve this united in peace and love. What does this have to do with freedom of speech? Yeah, I was going to say, I don't, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, now I'm trying to parse that line. Freedom of speech is a right worth fighting for. Someone who tries to like rationalize their anti-vax beliefs is like, you're not going to be able to understand it. But Giselle Bunchkin understands it because she commented, I know Dutzen. <laughs> well, she saw, I mean, I think she saw like people being like, oh, yikes, yikes, yikes. So she commented. It was like, don't hate her. It saddens me to see all the judgment and lack of empathy in so many people's hearts. Hate is not the answer. And I would love Dutzen to have some empathy for like all the people who died, you know? Sounds like she doesn't really. Mm-hmm. It seems like she doesn't have empathy for other people. You're yeah, right. right. And good for her that she gets to uh, get away from social media and spend time in a bubble. Must be nice to spend time in a bubble. Mm-hmm. No COVID in a bubble. Yolanda Hadid commented. No, I bet. And now you might be thinking, why a liver cleanse? Beginning of 2019, I started off doing everything I can to become a better version of myself. One of the things I came across was somebody talking to me about, you know, how to clean your body and how everyone is doing colon cleanses. And this person told me that you can do everything, clean your body, do juices, whatever, like me now. But if your liver is not fully working then it doesn't make sense to do anything else so i researched a little bit and i came to the conclusion that i really wanted to do it derek huff did a 25 things you don't know about me um the headline called out the one i snuck at the john mayer's dressing room but arguably that's the least interesting thing of his 25 his 25 is actually quite boring to be honest but one of them is really good and it's because of brackets we mentioned we were going to mention brackets again. But I love brackets. Can brackets. Be powerful. Powerful brackets. The voice of the editor shining through is always what I want to see the most in my, you know, <laughs> Us Weekly. And in this one, Nicole Massabrook or her editor really like decided to take things into their own hands. Uh, he said number 21. He said, 
I'm going to read it without the brackets, and then yeah, I'm going to yeah, add yeah. the brackets, okay? Haley and I are obsessed with Sackboy on PlayStation and completed it to 99% during quarantine. So then Nicole comes the in. The editor was like, editor. yikes. <laughs> this isn't going to work. Then this the isn't going to work. The editor said, how about number 21, girlfriend Haley Herbert and I are obsessed with Sackboy on PlayStation and have completed 99% during quarantine. So they added girlfriend and her last name. <laughs> we don't know who this woman is and we don't know why we care about her. Okay, let's answer those questions in two brackets. And in case you didn't know what she is... I'm going to read from her his Instagram girlfriend? profile, which oh. is his girlfriend, Haley, brackets, Haley, brackets, Herbert. girlfriend, or brackets, girlfriend, brackets, Herbert, yeah. is a lover, an animal enthusiast, and a food fiend. She's also a top six, so you think you, dan- so you, think you can dance finalist, and she's on Dancing with the Stars, which I guess we know. Like as a dancer? Yeah, she's a dancer. She's a pro? Hey everybody, welcome to Daily Life. That's our unofficial theme song. Created by him. That's right. So today we are going to be doing something that might potentially ruin our relationship. It might traumatize this connection. It might be the end of daily forever. I'm just kidding. I'm like, I hope not. <laughs> what? It might get heated. It might get heated, but it won't get heated. I... It'll get lukewarm. Sam Asghari's ex-girlfriend reacts to his engagement to Britney Spears. I love this. So like Sam Asghari's girlfriend was either tracked down or she was made a phone call. But I think it sounds more likely that she made a phone call because this is the first time that she's come oh, totally. up. And the other fascinating thing about Sam Asghari's ex-girlfriend, whose name is Myra Veronica, who is a very a popular uh, Spanish, kind of a Spanish pop star. Ish. I don't. I think she would like to think that she is, but she's. But she's got some like songs. She had like a song. She had like a number one song on a dance chart, Spanish language dance chart. Like one, but it was with other people. I think that basically, even her Wikipedia, everything about it is like extremely inflated. I don't think she's as impactful as she would like you to believe. But she has released. A she's couple a hustler, of, like, though. Technical hits. Yes. She's a hustler. She's always working. She's always filming a music video. She's always trying to get her face okay, out there. Okay, but and... the point is, is that she dated Sam Asghari after she met him on the set of her music video and if you remember which is how sam met britney spears exactly sam met britney spears on the music video for slumber party which is hilarious because guess who else was on that music video tanache tanache and sam met myra on the set of her music video no boyfriend no problem the other funny thing about no boyfriend no problem is that it sounds like this this is not this is not no boyfriend no problem but this is what one of her songs sounds like which is like just listen It's a womanizer ripoff. It this is Myra like Veronica's song Freak Like Me, which is a, like she's a Britney Spears wannabe. <laughs> and then Sam Asghari was like, well, I'm going to get the real deal. That's so weird. She also dated Reggie Bush, who was married to Kim Kardashian. Mm-hmm. Married to? Did they get married? Mm-hmm. I forget. Anyways. Reggie Bush was never married to Kim Kardashian. Okay. They dated though. Yeah. The Bush and the Tush. I'll never forget. <laughs> That's, uh, she for- called them that. I did not. She, Kim Kardashian called them the bush on the tush. Speaking of never forgetting, never forget Sam Asghari was one of the hunks in the work from home video. Oh, yeah. He was the one doing the real construction work while like, what's her face? Like what, took a fork and like hit it against a tire a little bit or something. Not quite being certain how to like perform work is so, is so funny. Also, I hate that like, yeah. why is why is the song... No, work from home is She's amazing. Like, there's so many there are so many ways to like get the point across that you're working from home. Like construction is no, it's not amazing. even the construction no. doesn't even make sense. Construction is the imagery for work from home makes no sense. And I know that work from home is like innuendo. Like I know it's about like let's just fuck at home. Like I understand that, but it's like construction is the wrong metaphor in all It's actually work. working on a home. It's not working on a home. From a home. Exactly. Right. And so they didn't know how to translate. Like, first of all, work from home now has a totally different meaning than it did when this song came out. Let's just say work from home when this song came out was more convincing as an innuendo because people don't didn't really work from home. It wasn't like, oh, is this about a freelance lifestyle? To me, I was like, oh, relatable. (laughs) Like, is this about like, you know, making sure that you making sure that you walk around a little bit each day so you don't, you know, too (laughs) sedentary. Is this about like leaving your house? Is this about like making yourself lunch? Oh, I love a song about that. It's my life. construction is one of those essential jobs that simply cannot be done at home. 
Actually, it cannot be done at a finished home. It has to be done at an unfinished home. That's so, like, yeah, you're right. So they chose like imagery that never, ever fit the ever work. From home. I'm just saying this has always been a fascinating subject. So Sam Asghari is, is a construction worker. He worked from home. He's in a slumber party. That's how we met Britney Spears. He started this career of being in music videos by being a in his hunk. ex-girlfriend, Myra Veronica's music video, No Boyfriend, No Problem. And she reacted to them getting engaged, which I love because she actually was very She's so supportive. Kind. Your ex Sam got engaged to Brittany. How do you yes. feel about it? Oh my God, how am I gonna feel? I feel great, I feel very happy for them. Um, you know, he finally hit the jackpot. Oh, <laughs> he hit the jackpot. You know what, she hit the jackpot too though. Yeah. He's extremely supportive. He's a really, really supportive guy. Yeah. And after all the shit she's been through, that's what she needs. She you know? deserves a guy like yeah. that. Do you think he's in it for the right reasons? Because a lot of people online say he's just in it for clout, for her money, but he comes off so charming on social media. To be honest with you, again, he was he was a really sweet guy. I was kind of in a similar position. Yeah. When I first met him, my management and my publicist were extremely, extremely controlling. Yeah. So he was always super, super supportive. Yeah. So I think she's with the right guy. She's with the right guy. Yeah. So it's like, okay, that's a great quote. That's right? a generous line. Yeah, guess what got? Generous. If you had to guess what got pulled out of that line to be the the head the the leading quote, what would it be? On um. And anywhere on else on TMZ or just everywhere else over the internet. Where which line would you pull out to make it look shady? He hit the jackpot. Bingo. Exactly. Yeah. He hit the jackpot. So all over you see her uh, Sam Asghari's ex girlfriend reacts to engagement. He hit the jackpot. Anyways, I just, I really like Myra Veronica. Maybe I'm a fan. Me too. Ben Barnes has a music video. <laughs> ben Barnes is embracing, he's starting a music career. Last we heard of Ben Barnes, he was like vaguely dating Julianne Huff. Remember that? Mm-hmm. We were like, vaguely Ben Barnes, dating, what's yeah. going on with Ben Barnes? Um, and the other time we saw Ben Barnes was when he was in Westworld. Anyways, he is releasing music, his dream. He didn't think he was going to get to release music like this, but he put out a song. It's called 1111. Think, it's called 1111. Don't speak for him like that. Yeah. Like one of his friends. He, he didn't think that. he was going to be able to do this. He said but. that. In his, in his, I am so thrilled to be sharing with you after 20 years of wanting to release my own music and finally finding the right reasons. It is never too late. Does the mirror mm-hmm. number time 1111 have mystical cosmic significance? Maybe not, but it can't hurt to make a wish if you see it. My wish in the song is for you to be happy, free, and fearless in the pursuit of your dreams. So make a wish for someone you love. Okay, I can't. I can't I'm, I'm, I'm out of here. It's, it's a little too earnest. It's, it's too a little much. too earnest. And the, vid- the music video stars Evan Rachel Wood, which is so sweet because they were in They're Westworld buzz. together, which is why I was yeah. like, why Evan Rachel Wood? What's the connection? And then, of course, I remembered that they're in Westworld together. I wish for you to be happy. I wish for you to be free. I wish for you to be fearless. That's wishes one, two, and three. And I won't wish to be yours or for you to be mine. But I'll wish them all for you every time. Also, Lindsay, he wrote this song, too. He's the sole songwriter He's got, like, of this song. Ben Barnes has a really strong fandom because of Shadow and Bone. You kind of are, And like, Narnia, but yeah. But you're kind of like Ben Barnes, like who? And it's like, but there's, like, a lot of people who are, like, fucking Ben Barnes stands. Because when I was looking around for other videos of him singing, which, by the way, he loves to sing. Come on, baby, it's you. You're the one that gives your love. You're the one I always he loves singing um there were all these like ben barnes stan videos you know compilations and like sweet things like that that are only made by certain types of fans loves to sing and the other fun fact i learned about ben barnes as i was searching about things about his music career like if he had sent like his singing past was that he was in the fucking finals for eurovision he didn't get in as you confirmed because you were like he was in eurovision but he, he was wasn't in, in it, but he was in a final. A boy group called High Rise, which was spelled H Y R I S E, like hires, like hires. It's got to be High Rise. There's no way it's not High Rise. It's got to be High Rise, and it came in second place in the UK to go to Eurovision. And then what's really funny mm-hmm. is that it, the song that beat it, came in twentieth place. So <laughs> maybe they could have used Ben Barnes. 
song is kind of good. I think both songs are kind of good. good. It's very adult crooner, contemporary. Radio. Crooner. I he, will hear this while I'm waiting for my flu shot. He said, I love that he shades Eurovision. He's like, it showed what happens if you try to do something that isn't authentically you. We sang the song three times. The next day I called up and said, I'm embarrassed. I can't do this anymore. Well, you didn't get chosen, so. We sang the song three times, and the next day I called up and said, I'm embarrassed, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I mean, the video is a little embarrassing. Their dance moves are really kind of humiliating. The best way I can describe his song, 1111, which I'm sure you're going to play a clip of, is via this YouTube comment on the video from Vanessa May three days ago, yeah. which reads, he literally has the perfect voice for Christmas songs, if that makes sense. <laughs> And I was like, it does make sense. It's it does like make kind sense. kind of a slam, but I think this person means it as a compliment. Oh, they love it. Vanessa right. May loves Ben Barnes. Right. I agree. I love it too. He wrote it. He's multi-talented. Speaking, Speaking of multi-talented people. <laughs> what was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? Rita covered Vogue. No, wait. Rita covered Vogue. Lindsay goes in and edits the copy. Rita covered Australian Vogue. (laughs) I put Australia in brackets. It's, could it be more, it could not be more fitting that Rita is on the cover of Australian Vogue. That is her, like, that's where she's been for the past year, you know? Mm-hmm. She Australia's lit, happy to have she her. She lit Australia on fire. And I don't mean literally, I mean figuratively. First of all, her outfits are ridiculous. Ridiculous. The photos are the photos are fun, but the clothes are bananas, okay? Bananas, 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 bananas. But she loves taking a fashion risk. But this profile, gotta say, a little disappointing. Oh, it's like... We don't it, get a lot it here. It gives us nothing. Nothing. She's like, first of all, it's it suffers from the 2021 problem, which is it's all over Zoom. She's media trained to within an inch of her life. So it's just so buttoned up and professional. She's not casual at all. The headline is Rita Ora on hitting the sweet spot of success, making joyful music in lockdown and protecting her privacy. Here's the thing. If I see protecting her privacy, I'm not reading the profile. Like I read it because it's Rita, <laughs> my job. But that's that to me is I don't I I don't need to hear that discussion again. Every mm-hmm. we you all have the same take on that discussion, and I support you when you should protect it. But I don't need to read it. Did you like the part of the profile where she's like very impressed with herself for like buying a computer? <laughs> yeah. Yes. She's like during during the pandemic, I had to buy a computer, and I set it up. I set it up. <laughs> Can you believe that I set it up? And it's sort of like, I kind of can't believe that you God. set it up. Well, I can't believe she set it up because then she did a every everything I do in a day video for Vanity Fair. And mm-hmm. she, and it was like, I my alarm goes off, but then like my assistant comes and wakes me up. And I'm like, your yeah. assistant? And it's like, yeah, her assistant's her sister. So Her assistant's her sister because she mentions her sister a lot by name in the profile. And it's like, thank God for Elena. Thank God for Elena. She like keeps me focused. She's so amazing. I love my sister. She's always with me. But then. Which brings us to the pop I love bitch this. rumor. The same week <sighs> that this comes out or like the same around the same time this week comes out in the latest pop bitch newsletter, which is a. Which again, you got to subscribe to. Amazing. British. British talks a lot about British celebrities, British tabloids. Great uh, blind items. They do a great Eurovision explainer. Big fan of pop bitch. Anyways, we have a blind. Um, it's literally popbitch.com. We if you have an item about Rita. They're, the items aren't usually blind, actually. That's what's kind of nice is they usually say exactly who they're about. But they're blind item me. They're in the same voice. Mm-hmm. This is a mysterious aura. I'm going to read the whole thing, I guess. Yeah, read the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, It's good. What with all the music, TV work, films, modeling, and endless brand partnerships, you've maybe found yourself asking, how the hell does Rita Ora find the time to get absolutely everywhere? This is something we talk about a lot. We are curious about how she finds the time. Yeah. Well, there's an interesting rumor going around that might help explain it. Rita's sister manager, Elena, does such a convincing impression of her sister that journalists suspect that she takes care of a lot of Rita's phone interviews herself. It would actually make a lot of sense for the Aura camp. Elena has micromanaged sister's press relations for so long, prepping Rita on her lines, briefing reporters on what they can and can't ask, tipping the paps off just to Rita's whereabouts, etc., that doing this just cuts out the middleman, a.k.a. Rita. That is such a good and convincing That's rumor. spicy, spicy, spicy. So she God, does an impression it. of Rita, or like her voice sounds convincing mm-hmm. enough like Rita's, which actually we could double check that, but I bet it does. And she mm-hmm. does her interviews for her, or some of her interviews for her. 
But also, Rita, Rita sort of sounds different depending on what she's filming. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's not, like, she's whenever not, you know it's her. If you, Rita Ora's sister called me and said, her. I'm Rita Ora, I would say, okay, I'm not going to double check that. You would cover the receiver with your hand and be like, Bobby, it's Rita Ora. Like, you would fully <laughs> yeah. believe it. Yeah, no, I'm telling you. She also mentions Taika in it, but that's when she's like, I don't really want to talk about this. Yeah. She says, Aura certainly looks happy, beaming radiantly on the Zoom despite jet lag. Remember that? And an early start to a Paris more Rita Aura got jet lag more than I got meals at a restaurant in the past two years. <laughs> like, she gets jet lag all the time during pandemic. Okay. It might have something to do with her new relationship with the filmmaker Taika Waititi, who she was first linked to when living in Sydney. The couple recently made their red carpet debut at the premiere of The Suicide Squad in Los Angeles. Quote, I'm in a great place in my life. That's all I'm going to say about that, Aura says. Mm. She's trying to keep some things for herself. Quote, I just think respectfully privacy is important. Mm. Yeah, I learned a lot in my 20s, mm, she says ruefully. Sure. Yeah, right. I'm sorry. I don't blame Meanwhile, at the Met Gala, all she did was ham it up. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, like, you can't you can't give me, like, I um, respect my privacy, Rita Ora, and then give me two minutes later, Rita Ora is in every photo being like, woo, 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 you know, like everyone else is like, <laughs> Rita, get down. And she's like on the table, you know? Emily Blunt looking up at her being like, I don't know who this woman is. <laughs> it's so funny. Shout out to the photographer Daniel Arnold who shot for Vogue and did a lot of uh, kind of behind the scenes, like in the Met Gala, like photos on a really cool They're camera. great photos. But They're so great many photos. of them of Rita, which I think is so funny. Like Rita's like everywhere in these photos because she's so, she's dynamic. She's dynamic. I feel like cameras are sort of like dowsing rods when it comes to Rita. Like they yeah. just like. I- instinctively point at her you right know? no i'm just saying it's like yeah he kept turning his head and she was doing something worth taking and there a photo she is of. yeah and then she also had the headline in <laughs> page six rita or and diplo celebrate the celebrate the end of new york fashion week with strippers thank you for listening to another episode of who weekly <laughs> <laughs> keep calling in at 619 who then believe questions comments and concerns for our friday show who's there thank you to katie and eric of the who's for providing our rita theme song thank you to our assistant timmy for providing editorial research and uh support us on patreon.com slash who weekly for bonus episodes also buy tickets to our live shows so many messages at the end of the show now buy tickets to our live shows we're traveling soon at the end of october november december we just added um i don't know if you guys saw i should have said this in the beginning of the show but we added a free free dance parties at the end of both of our brooklyn shows as Hosted by DJ Louie and us. DJ Louie is coming in to do dance parties for us. They so are if you can't free. come to the show, you can just come to this yeah, for free. If you yeah. can't come to the show, you can come to these. If you have tickets to the show, you can come to these as well. Please, though, register for them. Links are in our Instagram and on Twitter, and we will be talking about them more. But free dance parties, like, that's going to be fun. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have to end this recording so I can read the new Happily Ever After newsletter, which just came in our inbox. It says, HEA Weekly 920, pumpkins up. <laughs> So I'm going to go read that. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye. Have a good week. Bye. You will trailer.